Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today I want to talk about personal responsibility and uncomfortable conversations. One thing I'd like to suggest is taking a look at the news from other countries. So if you have any friends outside of the country that you live in, check the news that they are watching and see how other people witness what your country is doing. So for example, I'm in the United States and probably just about everybody in the world has been witness to what the outgoing president has recently done. In my personal opinion, that's par for the course. And yeah, that is talking about golf, which many people talked about how he spent an awful lot of time playing golf during his presidency. I don't believe that anything that he's doing is out of character for the type of person that he is. I also don't think that it should be a surprise to anybody what he's been doing and that there's a reason why this has been happening. And to me, this is the epitome of toxic masculinity. To me, this is the poster child of toxic masculinity. This is what happens when the world comes crashing down because femininity has been shoved in the closet, because the feminine has been stripped of her ability to recognize her own power and instead has been shamed and disregarded. There is not a way to exist without honoring the feminine. The feminine is the whole entire reason why anybody is born, why any baby is able to thrive while they're growing until they get to the point where they can actually be born. Now, I am not disregarding the masculine at all whatsoever. The masculine is highly imperative as well. We can't exist without both. What I'm saying, though, is that this past year has been been evident to me, and of course, this is my opinion, this is my perspective, it has been evident to me of the downfall of the patriarchy, which has been evidence in Christianity, because in Christianity, from my opinion, is all about the father who knows everything, who's in charge of everything, who gets to delegate everything, who gives out blessings, and who also deals out consequences, whether you think you're even supposed to get them or not, the all-knowing the judge and executioner, and the mother has been thrown to the wayside. This also reminds me of any good versus evil movie that has been sci-fi displayed. Also, just let a person be and they will be who they are. So people like to rally up like instigators and whatever word you want to fill in the blank there to describe a person who is obnoxious, um, in my opinion. Um, Instigators like to instigate problems and it distracts people from what's actually going on. And then they can laugh about it and then they can pretend that they didn't do anything when somebody calls them out on it. And there are tons of names for people that are like that. That is very, very toxic. With 2020 being clear vision, I think that a lot of things have been uncovered this past year that have really shocked a lot of people into having an awareness that things like this happen around the world. Quite honestly, Honestly, I don't know that it's that far of a stretch, at least for me to be able to witness anyways, because my eyes have been pretty open throughout my life. I have come across 
many people who had problems with that because I could see what game they were playing and I was alerting other people to it happening. So like the whistleblower, right? Yeah, not many people who are trying to get away with fucking people over appreciate a whistleblower. So I've definitely had to deal with some of that before. And this is what happens in a democracy. This is what happens when the majority realize that they have power, when people are sovereign beings instead of living in fear and being told what to do and how to do it and just accepting that because anybody that goes around and let's just say is afraid of their captor, they just fawn. They want to make sure that they don't get hurt more than what they possibly could. And fear, fear is based in the past. I know people talk about fear, like fear of the unknown, fear of the future. That's not really what it is. It's fear of the past repeating itself. That's what it is. It's not fear of the unknown. It's fear of the possibility that the horrors of the past are going to be repeated and you're not aware that it's about ready to happen just like what happened in the past. And so then what do people do when they fawn? Well, fawning is a fear response. There's fight, flight, freeze, and there's fawn. Fawning is like the person who gets captured and then does everything they possibly can to like kiss the ass of the person who is abusing them because they are really trying to not get abused. So it's a coping style. It's a coping technique that's turning the other cheek. That's being blind. That's having a blind eye to what's going on. That is the passivity and the victimization preached in Christianity. That is the patriarchy having false authority. And I say false authority because if they actually honored their feminine and their masculine, they would be empowered and they would be true leaders because other people would be able to recognize that in them. They wouldn't have to bully anybody. They wouldn't bully anybody. They wouldn't be abusive and they wouldn't be aggressive. The only reason why anybody gets aggressive and then can be called abusive is because they're scared. It's because they live in fear, because they're scared as fuck and they feel entitled to a certain level of authority where they get to command what other people get to do and they get to incite fear and other people because they don't want to be scared. So then they find other people that are willing to recognize and see in them a position of authority. So then they just transfer that fear to the other people. That's how they feel empowered is by transferring their fear to somebody else. And this happens all of the time. Somebody is really, really scared and they're freaking out. So then they start yelling, I've done this, freaking out. And then my voice just gets louder and louder and louder. And then people hear that and it sounds violent. It sounds aggressive when in actuality, it's intense fear, but not everybody is able to recognize or witness that. There's a lot of things happening right now. And as we have already ended 2020 and now we're in 2021, we're stepping into the unknown. We've already come through 2020. Anybody that is alive right now, 100% you have made it through 2020. But now it's uncertain. We're not sure what it means to move forward. We know we don't want to go back, not to the abuse and the aggression and the cover-ups and the lies and the inability to want to actually have the difficult conversations. Because who wants to have a difficult conversation? Who wants to be uncomfortable? Who wants to sit through the tingling or the numbness or the odd sensations in your body because something is going on and it needs to be addressed? That elephant in the room is just taking up so much space and it's suffocating everybody. Well, that's how you get rid of the elephant in the room. That's how you open the door to that discomfort is you have the conversation. You have the conversation. You acknowledge it. You take personal responsibility for your actions, for your responses, for the choices that you've made. And that's why it's uncomfortable. And that's why it's 
scary because once you have that conversation and once the stuff gets said, you can't take it back. You can't put the blinders back on. You can't pretend that whatever it is you just disclosed never happened. So there's this insecurity and this questioning about whether or not whatever it is you need to say is going to be accepted. If it's going to be faced with judgment, if somebody's going to get hurt, if somebody's going to attempt to shame you, it's the opportunity to be able to be vulnerable and to show yourself. And wow, Christianity has definitely taught that that's not something that's real. Again, turning the other cheek, having a blind eye. I've heard so many stories recently about the different messages that people were taught and how it's endorsed. It's endorsed by society. You know how you're just supposed to be nice? Bullshit. Be honest. It doesn't mean be mean or cruel, but don't pretend that something that's going on isn't actually happening because it doesn't benefit anybody to be a part of that facade. It really doesn't. I mean, it might be, you know, saving face in the temporary situation, but then it just prolongs it and prolongs it. And then it just, it exists far beyond how long it needs to. And then it doesn't allow anybody else to feel empowered in owning themselves and the choices that they made when they made them. All anybody can do is the best they can in any given moment. And maybe they made a choice that wasn't exactly the best for everyone that it affected, but they did it off of the information that they had at the time. And that doesn't make any consequences that anybody experiences justifiable per se, but it does mean that that's the perspective of what happened with that person and why or how. Eh, Typically, I think most of the time people know how if they were there. It's the why that confuses us. It's the why that when we get to the why that creates healing. It's the why that gives us another perspective because once we understand another perspective, then we get it. Then we can have empathy. Then we could have compassion. Then we could understand, oh, and not only that, but when we understand why somebody did something that affected us, we just might find out how we played a role in the dynamic that that person then made a decision from. Because nothing is ever made one-sided. Nothing is ever just one person doing something. There are always factors involved. There are always other energies involved. There are always things to consider. There are always intensities. There's always reasons why that pivotal moment happens. This why it's a pivotal monumental moment is because there's all these different things coming together. They come to a head and explodes. And then people are left to pick up the pieces about what happened afterwards. Sometimes those pieces are easier to pick up than others. Sometimes there's so much confusion and so much fear that in the wake of it all, it takes a while with people feeling disoriented, not really knowing how to recover from it. But what's needed is to recognize those uncomfortable feelings, to be able to open your eyes and to see clearly about what's been happening, to be willing to be open to another perspective, to be able to have more information because no man is an island. No woman is an island either. One person cannot exist by themselves without any exposure or interaction from anybody else. There are always other factors involved. And once you start talking about other factors from other people, that brings in their histories, that brings in their ancestors' histories, that brings in biochemistry, hormones, DNA, coping styles, emotional blockages, dissociation, limitations, lack of being granted permission to be able to process information. A lot of people are halted. A lot of people are limited by the people in their environment because those people can't handle what's going on. It happens all the time. It's happened to me. 
And I am not beyond acknowledging that it's happened because of me. So what do we do? We sit with the discomfort. We take personal responsibility for what we've done, for the choices that we've made, for the things that we've said, and we own that. And then we have compassion for ourselves. And we take a breather, take some time out, really sit with it, and then forgive yourself and keep your eyes open and be willing to witness what's going on around you. When we're willing to witness without judgment, without shame, without insecurity, and fears, but truly recognizing with our eyes open, witnessing people as who they actually are, because people show us who they are. Everything that they do, everything that they say, it's just the enactment of who they actually are. We all do it. Some of us are way more superficial than others, and that's by choice. Some people really, really, really feel comfortable and safe because that's how they were trained to be. Be nice. Pretend what you see isn't there. Give them the benefit of doubt. Other people, not so much. I'm one of those people that are the other people not so much. I say call it out like it is. Let it be uncomfortable for the moment because then there's going to be accountability and then there's going to be owning responsibility and then people can actually be safe because then nobody needs to be in fear of walking on eggshells and not knowing what's happening and having instigators who try to get out of claiming responsibility for the actions that they're taking and how they're leading other people into choices. I can only hope that this global awareness of this toxic masculinity, this awareness of what happens when people pretend they can't see what's happening, and all of these other things that society claims is what nice society does. I hope everybody can recognize the consequences of not being authentic and not calling people out on their shit and for not demanding authenticity because the United States has definitely been dealing with that for a very, very, very long time. And it's not just the United States. It's the world, but it's time for evolutionary change. It's time for waking up. It's time for a global leveling up. And 2020 definitely did that for us. Definitely did that for us. So yeah, have the uncomfortable conversations with yourself, with your friends, with your family. Own your shit. Because once we pull everything out of the shadows, that's when it doesn't affect us anymore. That's when it doesn't have control of us anymore. That's when we are our own sovereign, authentic beings because we take ownership and personal responsibility for ourselves. Welcome to 2021. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun, and until next